Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And now, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking, fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Shop boy, Oh, he knows it's a classic movie. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. He's like, last time. John Welcome, everybody, to the Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I am Levi, and I do not play the cuckold game. <laughs> welcome back <laughs> allegedly i figured that was a good one yeah allegedly i do not play the cuckold game allegedly <laughs> yeah and, uh... the available akg 36 speaker sound system in the cadillac escalade provides 360 degree sound so you hear studio sound on the road the 2021 cadillac escalade never stop arriving uh, i'm tommy and it's a it's a weird week uh, in the world of wrestling, unfortunately, it's not good news, but in, in any shape or form, like it's, it's yeah. rough out there. Oh, so, uh, I noticed I looked up, I, I did not watch Dynamite this last week, but this week I'm going to make it a point to watch Dynamite because I'm a little, I just haven't been, I haven't been watching a lot of wrestling lately, like if I'm being honest, but I've been keeping up. I watched the reviews and I watched some. Well, you're talking. I'm going to get some more coffee. I can still hear you. I actually. All right. <clears throat> Let me get my frog out. So I wasn't. I haven't been watching wrestling a lot lately. The last probably last two weeks, but I've been keeping up. Like I said, so I have the Fighter Fest stuff pulled up here, and I just noticed that it's going to be. I guess this probably has uh, COVID affects this, but it's. Night one is Wednesday, July 1st, and then night two is Wednesday, July 8th. So it's actually just two dynamites that are a special, the Fighter Fest yeah. this year. Yeah. So that's so pretty cool. I like that. <clears throat> pay-per-view caliber matches, and they're going to throw it on TNT. Yeah, that's <clears> – <throat> every time we record, I get something in my throat. Well – so I kind of – I don't see Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy as a pay-per-view caliber match, only because – I just Orange Cassidy is a comedy wrestler, man. He's not someone I can't take no. it super serious. But on Dynamite at the end, that was pretty cool when like he actually went like he 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 was seriously 
beating on Jericho. So that was that was cool. It kind of made me go, okay, it's not all goofy. And I like comedy wrestling, though. That's the thing. But whenever it's, I don't know. There's a certain point where I'm like, something's wrong. I don't know. Okay, so this is this is a good example of of a of a topic we can kind of talk about uh, with the comedy wrestling. Like, at what point do you feel like it has to become serious? Because like like we talked about a couple weeks ago, I remember comparing him kind of to like Santino. Like there was that you know couple of months where everybody was like, okay, Santino is gonna win. Like he's gonna yeah. he's he's got a legit shot at winning this title. Um, so with this this match going into it. It's like, okay, so does Orange Cassidy come out and start with the comedy gimmick, or does he come out and just wrestle a fucking match? Say that last part again. It froze up on my end. Okay, sorry. Uh, so does he come in to the match and start what point with the comedy does Orange gimmick? Cassidy... Or does he just go ahead and work a full match? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he... Uh... I think he obviously runs through his typical like dodging with his hands in his pockets and all that stuff. And then the, the shin think, kicks, all that stuff. I feel like it kind of has to happen because that's like a spot for him. It's this, it's yeah. his Ric Flair falling on his chest and his Ric Flair backdrop and all that stuff. So he's got it. And you know, just those, it's his, it's one of his spots. So yeah, I think that that kind of has to happen. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just when you put, I don't know, when you mix comedy wrestling with like main eventers, it kind of gets a little fuzzy for me. I'm just like, uh, you know, but at the same time, he's, he's super over, man. So, I mean, his shirts are always in the top selling shirts on pro wrestling teams. Yeah. Like lately he's been, he's been in the top of the week and top of the month and all that stuff. So, you know, maybe it's, it's like, hey, let's put this dude with Jericho for a little bit and he can look – because, you know, Jericho's – to me and you, I'm sure, he's up there with, like, Bret Hart and Sean and, like, he could wrestle a broomstick and make it look good. So that's kind of – it's like you stick Orange Cassidy with him. It's like you make him look even better because, I mean, Orange Cassidy and Pac, that was a, that was a really good match, actually. Yeah. It was kind of like it- a – like kind of bring you down, but it was also like you never you didn't really go down. You just kind of went about right here and then went back up. And you thought he had a legit shot to win the match, and that's kind of what I was getting at. If you're going to put him with with a main eventer, who better than Chris Jericho? Because we all know Chris Jericho doesn't give a shit about wins and losses. He'll he doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, the, the flip of a coin, like he doesn't care, and that's awesome. And that's one of the things that I respect the most about him as as a wrestler. Is just he might his... have been the one who said. Hey, let put me with Orange Cassidy at Fighter Fest. I'm sure he did you know? because he saw how yeah. over he was, and he's like, "I want, I want to, I want to help this kid." Yeah, so it should be cool, but I don't know. There's just a, uh, like I said, I like comedy wrestling, but there's a certain point that just kind of makes me like, well, whatever. But I'm gonna, you know, I'll go into this one with a, with an open mind. Of course, I, I know I said before this I haven't been watching it lately, but now I. I definitely will these next two weeks because it's actually the Fighter Fest matches. So it'll be cool to see the ring with the Fighter Fest pads and the yeah. uh, ring apron and all that stuff. So that is that starts next this Wednesday, Wednesday, I guess. This Wednesday. This Wednesday? I what thought it was the today? first and the eighth. 
So it'd be next. Oh, Wednesday. that's right. Yeah. 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 This is not. It, it's Monday. Yeah, it's only the twenty second. We're recording. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's Monday. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking. I was thinking we were already at the twenty eighth, but I always remember. I I was started getting a feeling in my gut because the first is inventory day for me. So I was like, fuck, that's this week. But it's one more. I still got a week. I got a free week, baby. Yeah. So I guess we'll see more uh, matches get announced. But also there is, of course, we said Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. It doesn't say which days these will take place on just yet. I don't know that. But um, uh, Hikaru I'm Shida assuming it'll be one of those where the, the first is live and the eighth will be taped right after. Kind that's kind of what they've been they doing. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sheeta versus Penelope Ford for the women's title. So that's a that's an easy win for Sheeta. Nothing against Penelope Ford, but that's just she's going to retain because I don't think I think now with Fighter Fest even not even being at Fighter Fest, it's kind of uh, you got to wait for All Out to do the big to do the big changes. And, and the women's title just changed hands at Double or yeah, Nothing. Yeah, that too. So- you don't you don't want to keep passing that belt along, and she just got a good run, and and she's over as fuck, and nothing against That's Penelope. My chick, Ford, like I you like said, her. Penelope is. I mean, she was at All In, and we watched her, you know, come off the top onto Hangman and stuff. So, I mean, she can work. I, I think it'll be a lot better than. <laughs> I think it'll be a lot better than than allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, so is Sheeta. I like that. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just. I'm a definitely a, a a big Sheeta fan. Like, I don't know. Ever since her first, like when she was showing up in AEW, I didn't know who she was, but I watched her wrestle, and I was like, this chick's badass. So yeah. But Penelope Ford, she's probably in the future going to be a women's women's world title holder there. So. Uh, and then I didn't know about this one. I guess I haven't. I didn't know how this came about. You could probably tell me but cody versus jake hager for the tnt title i didn't know that was written yeah i'm kind of with you the last couple of weeks have kind of been you know wrestling whatever i mean obviously we've still been doing the shows and it's just i don't know wednesday nights have have been kind of weird lately like with me working now during the day and not getting home till 5 36 6 30 by the time it starts at seven, you know, I'm not ready to even sit down. I'm like getting into gym clothes and, you know, grilling dinner and what, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's been a little more difficult to watch the last couple of weeks. But like you said, I'm, I've, I've got to make it a point because I feel bad that I'm missing out on, on dynamite. And I try to watch we like do at a least show clips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I try to at least yeah. watch the clips after it happens. And, you know, I follow along on Twitter, even when I'm grilling or cooking or whatever. Like I still follow along with everybody that's that's talking about it because I want to know what's going on at least. I want to have some sort of you know knowledge to talk about on the show. But yeah, yesterday I watched a couple of clips, and then this morning I watched Russell talk. Just it said that it was their Dynamite review, and I was like, "Well, I'll watch this before the show, so I at least know what's going on." So, I mean, like it's still it's still my my go to wrestling promotion, but currently but man i you know i really want to watch nxt too but it's just it's hard enough to just i don't know with our with our jobs and our work like i've been at work a lot lately like just because it's summertime man so everybody else is there 24 7 so i kind of i just 
when I get home, I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch wrestling right now. But at the same time, I just put something on TV and chillax. So it should, the, the, this I should is just the best time on. of the year for us as far as like still doing the show, but we don't have to worry about content so much because summertime is a downtime for wrestling anyways. A lot of people are outside. Yeah out on the lake you know fishing what I, you know what doing other things that involve being outside and not stuck inside with the tv on 24 7 yeah that, i mean it's more of a it's more of a fall winter kind of thing it's almost like football like once football starts everybody's inside getting ready to watch football yeah so it's like you're basically your up times in wrestling it's obviously wrestlemania season and SummerSlam season which is also double or nothing season and all out season basically yeah. so you kind of tie that so you got those i don't know maybe they'd strategically put it that way because it is summer middle of summer is kind of a downtime and then of course like you said football season <clears throat> everybody's watching that i mean most people are most people are doing that so especially Anyways, now with people but, people like me who are baseball fans where it's not looking good it doesn't look like we're gonna get a baseball season now so yeah. everybody now is already looking ahead to, to the NFL season and even college because we've went this long without real sports on, you know, I mean, you can watch NASCAR, I guess, if you want, if you like Bush Light and Ranch, um, or, or you can watch, <laughs> you can watch golf, but even that it's weird watching golf with, with no fans. I get so, enough of that. I have enough golf I mean, in my life, so I can pass sure? on that. <laughs> Jesus, you don't, you don't need a set of clubs for Christmas? Oh, I got like actually, I have like two sets of clubs. Oh, and do you they, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't pay a dime for them. That is a perk. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That is a perk. They're not As, obviously they're not the nicest Titleist clubs or whatever, but they right. are good clubs. So, speaking of golf, Anyways, uh, happy uh, late Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah, and I texted you yesterday, but on air, happy Father's Day to Tommy because yeah. I know Thanks. that he is. Uh, Legit, this isn't me just blowing smoke, but Tommy is probably one of the best dads I've ever met in my life because his kids come Get first no here. matter what. Get yeah, no, seriously here. though. I mean, I've never. No, I know. It, it really is though. Like your your kids are always what comes first. It's kind of. Yeah. I'm always like, dude, just you know, push the kids away for a second. Do your thing. Like, no, it's always the kids. So that's good. Yeah. No, we I'll had we had a day. long. We had a long talk about this on the way back from Chicago, actually. And did we? I, Levi was. I don't even remember. Levi was like, "How do you do it? Like, what's it like? Like, you were just basically like asking me what like fatherhood was like." And, yeah. And I told him yesterday. I said, "I can't wait till you have kids. You know, it's it's just it's crazy." And you guys will. I know you will because I know Mariah's probably already kind of nipping at your heels, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we're kind of, I, I think before 30 for sure it'll happen. So yeah, well, I, I think what you guys are doing it the right way, though. You, you, you're you married now, you're looking at, you know, your first, you know, home purchase. So that's the way to do it. Is she in there now? Can she hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I just it's. Yeah, she peaked. She peaked. Um, but yeah, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. is. But yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how we're doing it, I guess. But I'm looking, I do, I just like the, what it does. I watch what it does. Now there are some, 
fathers out there that it doesn't do shit for, but I think I will definitely be one of those people who it transforms me like most dads. Cause they're like, Whoa, that's my offspring. You know, like that's the coolest thing ever. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm not excited for dealing with sick children and all the bullshit that comes along with it, but that's part of parenthood. So, you yeah, know, that's, kinda, it is. that's like, that's like your next, that's like a human being's next step in life. So I, that's my next step in life is, getting a home and having kids and then doing that part of it. But like my nephew, Liam was over yesterday and that kid just like, he adores me, man. He's like, uncle Levi, you're my favorite. Uncle Levi, you're my best friend. Uncle Levi. It's, it's always uncle Levi, uncle Levi. Uncle, and he always wants to wrestle with me. So he's like, let's play wrestle. And I love it. Cause I get to just do all kinds of moves to him and shit. Cause he's so light. They're limber he's too. Like, <laughs> he's like, four oh yeah, dude. So I'm pile driving him, DDT him. Of course, I'm super safe with him. Like his right. when I pile drive him, his head's not even between my legs; it's above my legs, and I yeah. gently fall on the couch. But like, it's funny because one time we, uh, I was wrestling around with him, and his dad tried to move on him, and he, he just kind of bumped him a little bit, and he was like, oh, and he kind of started whining. And he's like, well, I guess I can't do it right, and I was like. You got to leave it to the pro, man, because I'm, you know, I know how to keep him safe. So, like, me and Nesbitt, dude, me and him used to wrestle, like, all the time. We always did wrestling matches together. But, like, the DDTs are always super soft, and the pile drivers are super soft. So, because we're not pros, so don't try it at home, <laughs> especially with your kids. But they love yeah, it. I mean, they love getting there, there's, a, there's a certain There's a certain point where you know, okay, I can't do this but I can, yeah. I can, I can do this. Um, no, I, I, I honestly, I hope, and then we'll move on. I hope that no matter what, even if you guys, if you guys have multiple kids, especially, I hope your first kid is a boy. That way you can do the wrestling figure thing and, and oh, all yeah. that, because that, I mean, that's literally my biggest joy is, you know, taking them or just getting it and they don't even know it's out yet because they don't really search wrestling as much yeah, as I do. Yeah, they don't know that. Yeah. So, like, when the new figure comes out of the new guy, you know, and I get it before they even know it's out, and they're like, holy crap, you know, this is awesome. And then they're like, yeah. That's, like, most definitely – I'm super excited for that part of it because I want – that's why I do hope I get – and if it is a girl, too, she's probably going to play the wrestlers because – and <laughs> Dragon Ball Z figures. I got to have the Dragon Ball Z stuff. So, I actually – I don't know who all watches it, but I've been – re-watching the old Dragon Ball Z and I actually have bought a lot of seasons of Dragon Ball Super uh, because it's the newer show and uh, I didn't watch it yet so I'm actually watching that now for all you Dragon Ball nerds out there that's my that's another one of my kicks so I've been watching that lately but anyways yeah we'll keep talking about wrestling here but I am definitely excited to play with the uh, action figures with a child so yeah Cody and Jake Hager for the TNT title um then we got Kenny Omega and Hangman versus Best Friends for the World Tag Team Titles. I could see this one. I could see this one going over to Best Friends possibly. If any title changes, I could see this one being the one. They're they're super over right now too. And, yeah, because uh, they have I, Orange Cassidy too. So. Yeah, and I'm ready to see that Hangman Kenny split. I'd love to see a match of those guys. You know, a legit like feud. Somebody's got to turn yes. heel. And I'm assuming yep. it's going to be Hangman with everything going on. And they've teased it for so long of how he's out of the elite and all that, which I kind of hate. But, you know, it's got to happen at I'm some point. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of him being out of the elite because he is part, definitely part of it. But it's 
if there's a guy that you do turn heel, it's definitely him. And what he's shown just kind of in the ambiguous heelish actions he does, it's uh, he would he's probably going to be really good at it. And then that's when you can possibly make him that you know new generation uh, anti-hero, or I guess that's how you put it. What it like a like a like a Stone Cold. I'm not comparing him to Stone Cold, but no. that kind of character. Where yeah. it's like he's he's kind of like an asshole, but you love it though. You love the whole it the whole cowboy gimmick. It's like a, an old school kind of gimmick. And like if you look back in time, most of the cowboyish gimmicks are you know heels. So it would yeah. make the most sense to make him that. And I think that would also give uh, Kenny Omega a bigger push towards the main event again, which I know everybody's clamoring for because everybody's like, they're burying Kenny, they're burying Kenny. He's a fucking EVP. Like, he has just as much say as a lot of people. So Yeah, he's burying he's, himself if he wants to. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming he's very comfortable with the spot he's in right now. It's a yeah, slow build. There's no burying going on. First of all, he's the world tag team champion. And I know I just used the word a second ago, but that's not that's not what it is. See, this is so I just kind of saw it. I'm sure everybody can see how it would happen, but you have Kenny and Hangman lose the titles to the best friends here. And obviously there's some animosity, something happens, they push and shove, then it comes to blows, then they kind of have their feud. Maybe you do it at all out. Maybe that's when you do the big match, Kenny and Hangman, which would be great. And then you get Kenny or Hangman for the title at uh, the next full gear. So it's kind of, you know, a slow build. But right now, this would be a good time. You break them up here or you break them up all out and then you drag that out till full gear. Because that, that's what, two months and then you kind of, you can get the matches done with them. And then you get one of them in the world title picture, but it's that's a money match to me, Kenny Omega and Hangman. That's a good. I mean, I'm into that through and through right there. Especially with how many matches they've been in this year that we've said, you know, that could be the match of the year with with the tag match yeah. against the Bucks and, and uh, Stadium uh, Stampede, which was great. So with them being involved in both those matches, obviously they had a hand in it. Obviously those are top tier guys that we want to see in that world title picture. And, and sooner than later, I, I want to see it. I, I, I mean, we talk about it all the time about how we wanted Hangman to win the title, but we understood why Jericho won. But obviously everybody sees something in Hangman to where he is going to be a future multiple time world heavyweight champion. Yeah, and I think part of that is so hangman is hangman is big and he's over in aew and kind of i guess japan he's not necessarily big and super over and everybody knows him in the wrestling world as a whole so i feel like that's kind of what you gotta that's kind of what you build towards because kenny is i mean let's be real i think even diehard fed fans know who Kenny Omega is and know about his matches and all that. Cause obviously they read stuff, but, and they know about hangman too, but I don't think it's the whole world knows. So I feel like you kind of, you break him up. He gets, he looks really good against Kenny, maybe even beats him. And you just kind of push him to the next level. And once they feel like he's at that level, he gets the title shot and gets the belt and he's, if he was a heel champion, that'd be great. Or if he's that cowboy anti-hero or whatever, he's uh, 
that would be good too. But yeah, I mean, we, we all have been saying it for a long time that he's, yeah. I, I think if they do, I think if they do break up and which I think is, is coming, hangman has to be Kenny. That's going to give him so much credibility. And even on that way to, if it's still Moxley, hangman's got to get a win against Jericho to really get him over. So yes. he beats Kenny, then he beats Jericho. Then that say they have a number one contender match, uh, Hangman versus Jericho for number one contender for Revolution, or double yeah. or nothing. Even you stretch stretch it out, and then it's like okay, he beat Kenny Omega and Hang or er, and Chris Jericho. Now it's like he can definitely beat John Moxley. Yeah, because I, the way you, if you look at it with the history, you kind of have to go okay, so. Moxley beat Jericho, so if Hangman can't beat Jericho, then that means he definitely can't beat Moxley. If you look at it from, like, an actual fan perspective. Now, if you look at it from a WWE perspective, that does nothing matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just you whoever just wants say, to. I, I'm getting a title shot tonight. What? Why? <laughs> yeah, what have you yeah, done? Exactly. You yeah. haven't won a match in three years. Why are you getting a title shot? That's just the way they wrote it. And that's so, that soap opera writers behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So feed Hangman some, after all this is said and done, you feed Hangman some guys, easy wins, but, you know, enough to give him, like, you just kind of put him through the test, and then eventually you get Get his numbers up. Christian. Get his numbers up. Get his record yeah. up. Yeah. Then you do the, I think what you said, too, is you got to do it that way. It has to be Hangman and Chris Jericho, number one contenders match, and then Hangman wins it and goes on to fight Moxley. Speaking of Moxley, um, that's the next match that's listed. Moxley and Brian Cage. I can't – Brian Cage is super unstoppable, but I can't see him winning here. It's just not – because once again, I don't – yeah, once again, I don't think he's big enough in the wrestling world. He's big in Impact, and he's, and he's people know him in AEW because AEW is smart fans. But if the guy from <clears> – <throat> Smack watching SmackDown every Friday or Raw every Monday switches over the channel and sees him with the belt. They're like, who's this dude? He's huge and everything. But, you know, like they would see Taz and be like, oh, this is cool. So that's Taz. But who's this guy? <clears throat> so, but, but even then, it's like people see Taz unless you're kind of in our age range, you know. You don't, yeah. Younger, yeah, younger Fed fans don't know really who Taz is. I mean, they have the network and everything, which I hope. I hope younger people are going back and watching these older shows because you can see a huge difference. And that's a, that's a good way to maybe broaden your horizons and get out of the Fed a little bit. I'm not saying quit watching it because, you know, we, we still watch it from time to time. So, but if you go back and watch what wrestling used to be and, you know, like the Attitude Era or even the Golden Age and you see how good it used to be and then you compare that to AEW, there's a little more of a of a – comparison there you can't compare old fed to new fed yeah. because it's completely different that's comparing old fed and new fed is like comparing porn to disney you can't do it yeah pretty much yeah so yeah i mean brian cage is a good he is a star and he's he's a massive dude so obviously i think he's kind of he'll be big in the aw scene as the years go on but He's just not, 
I don't think he's he's supposed to win that title just yet. I don't think so. Unless unless he wins it and then Moxley gets it back on Wednesday, but that's kind of like eh. So, but I'm excited to see the struggle between you know watching Moxley kind of try to beat the big guy and what's he gonna do because it doesn't say no DQ match just yet or anything. So I hope it's, it's gonna not. be nice. I, I want to straight yeah, up. Me too. Although like, I, I wouldn't be opposed. Like I wouldn't be opposed to to a, a lights out match on the card. It's been a while since we've seen one. So and and they yeah. two that they've done have been great. So <clears throat> it could be time. But one thing I wanted to mention, I noticed uh, this week that Lance Archer was on Dark this past week, and I really I saw that, that yeah. about AEW. And everybody kind of has their time on on Dark. It doesn't make it necessarily a bad thing to be on the the pre-show no Brody Lee in the dark order was on it too yeah. I think and it, it's just a matter of everybody getting a little time and you know the diehard fans watch dark it's it's a fact yeah. and people talk about it and I'm way behind on that show but oh uh, big time yeah but now I've noticed that they've started cutting it up and putting out the matches like they'll put the whole show out on Tuesday and then on the weekend they put the like the match yeah. split up so that that's a plus. Then you don't have to scroll through it and watch what you want to watch. What would be what would be cool is if they took dark and made it like a I mean, I guess it's kind of like a Sunday night heat type thing, which is probably why I like the idea of it, but maybe you even have like two storylines going on dark, just kind of your pre-show storylines or your your second match or third match storyline on the pay-per-view card. It's like you kind of have your dark guys who are it's the undercard matches and stuff. Yeah. Because obviously the big stuff's happening on Dynamite, but the guys you use Dark as your your outlet for building those secondary matches, those undercard matches that uh, are important to the show, and they're obviously still good because every match on the card is usually good because it's it's a the company knows how to do wrestling properly. Wrestling. And when I say wrestling, I mean wrestling. But yeah, it's, that would be cool if we kind of saw it that way, where there's actually like kind of a storylines going on and stuff i like that idea and because you know the early what year two or three even years of heat you got storylines it was like that that show you weren't getting just throwaway matches of of a mid-card guy versus a jobber you never really got the main event later on but i mean shit the first at least year you were seeing the main event guys at least in the ring you know the rock would come out mm-hmm. or austin would come out taker taker uh yeah. triple h dx would be out um speaking of taker did you i wanted to talk about this before we got the, did you have a chance to watch the last episode i'm far be- i'm two episodes behind on it so that'll probably happen tonight and tomorrow i'll be watching those well i'll, I'll I'm, did you see what was said after hey, yeah yeah, he said okay. he's pretty much he can ride off in the sunset at this point. Okay, so I'm not spoiling anything, but do watch no, it. No, no, it was it was awesome. They like show how they did it and the boneyard match and everything. And yeah, to it. I'm excited it's, to see that. It's really fucking cool, dude. Um, and I didn't know that, and I, I'm not going to spoil too much, but I didn't know that AJ and Taker actually like had some outside kind of stuff because apparently Taker and Michelle McCool are good friends with. AJ and Wendy's friends so they kind of met through them so they kind of already had a a chemistry a a dynamic um so they've hung out outside of wrestling which is cool 
Um, they're both southern. They're both southern boys. So I mean, you yeah. know, they get along. <laughs> um, but I, 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 and just the whole fucking story, how the match got put put together, and you know, AJ in the ring cutting a scathing promo on Taker, and Michelle McCool talks about how she was like, I didn't realize how good of a promo he was going to cut on him, and how much I legitimately hated him for a couple of seconds. Like it was that yeah. good that she was like, damn, like you're putting my name in your mouth now and kind of pissing me off a little bit. So it was really good. Um, but we've been saying it for years. Like, is he really done now? Yeah. And he kind of just said that right now is a, is a good time. And he said like, whatever he said, the cow, the, the cowboy cowboy rides finally... away. Yeah. And, and I'm cool with that. Cause the boneyard match was a good, piece of work and and if he if he does that he said if Vince calls him you know he'll probably be there to answer but if they did another if they did another taker match I I don't know man the boneyard match was just it was really good so it's kind of if that's the last thing I saw from Undertaker as far as in-ring or action that's I'm okay with that probably but I I just didn't want it to be the the in the Shawn Michaels thing you know like I just didn't want that to be the the crown jewel was the last match of those guys. Like, it's just, so now I want, I don't know. People, people block that out of their mind. The Shawn Michaels thing at crown jewel, but we will never uh, block it out of our minds. It's always, yeah. There. It's like, I just want to see the last. Now I want to see a last proper match because the WrestleMania one was good. It was fine. That was, that was a yeah. good last match, but it's like, okay. So then the blood money starts calling and you got to do the, shitty tag match with a bunch of dudes who are out of shape and stuff i don't know well not out of shape in in rough shape and an older age i should say yeah and bald and bald like like if if sean ever did one last match like he's got to wear a wig oh yeah that or the little schoolgirl haircut from survivor series 02 just the 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 closest he can get brown tights gotta come back too oh definitely and the cowboy boots for sure so, okay, I, if, like you said, if the Boneyard match is the Undertaker's last, you know, match, it doesn't have to be in-ring, because it wasn't, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I really don't have any say in the matter, but I, personally, as a, yeah. as a lifelong fan and a fan of, fan of Undertaker. You want to see an okay. in-ring match? I'm okay with it, but I would almost like to see AJ Taker 2 and do it in a ring in front of fans and that be the last match i'd be okay with that i would be i would be okay with that because that's aj's gonna protect him aj's gonna make him look good taylor doesn't have to do too much you know do old school do you know whatever do do your do your thing just brawl man just do the brawling thing yeah but fight and let aj do the wrestling yeah Um, i'm okay with that because if it involves aj i'm good with it which that's why but, I watched. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just but gonna... in the in the same sense, I I, I it's time. <laughs> like we, Vince has yeah, to let too. him go at some point. It's it's time. Like you're just if he keeps saying he's done, he because he said it multiple times in the in the show. When he keeps saying he's done, but Vince keeps calling him, he's doing it because he's loyal. He's doing it. He's not just doing it because of money. Because I'm sure fucking Undertaker has a gajillion dollars, dude. He doesn't need the fucking money. 
Well, you saw him get choked up over him and Vince's relationship. Yeah. That just shows you how tight they are. Dude, when Vince started fucking crying when they were like... (laughs) When Vince starts crying when the interviewer asked him, like, what is Undertaker meant to the WWE? And Vince is like, nope, can't do it. He was like... Like, dude, I I looked at Amanda, I was like, fuck... It's it's weird seeing Vince in that light, but you can tell as he's gotten older and he's got you know that glaucoma ish eyes. You know they're all glassy looking. But yeah, he, he's he's become a little softer, I think, than he than he used to be. And that and that's like going back to like what we said about actors and actresses. We don't really know what they're like, but I, I want to believe that that was genuine yeah. because it looked genuine. Oh, that was definitely genuine. But they were they got yeah that was that was very genuine. So. But anyways. He, he's he's got he's got to stop calling him at some point because he's just gonna end up injuring him at some point. Like the Goldberg thing was a fucking disaster. Well, it's time to move on, you know. So it's it's stop calling him also because it's it's time to move on. You can't keep calling on. It. There's gonna be a day real soon, man, where there's not those guys can't go anymore. Triple H and Taker and whoever everybody else that's left Kane. They can't go anymore, man. Big they're, show. They're, get, they're already. I mean, yeah, you rarely yeah, see big, big Show anymore. Like one, maybe once a year we see him. Yeah, Mark Henry, all those, all those older dudes that have been around for a while, man. They, they can't go anymore. So it's you got to keep the development, keep the new stars rolling, and and find that new guy who's not necessarily the Undertaker or the Triple H or whatever, but a guy who can fill those spots. A guy who's like, okay, he's. They still need, we've talked about it before, they still need those five or six interchangeable main eventers that can be champion and do that. Where, you know, back in the day, it was, you had Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Rick Flair, all that stuff. Then you get the the new generation or the Attitude Era, you get Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, then you get Triple H, Rock, Stone Cold, all that, Taker. It's interchangeable. You have guys who can do it. Right now, they're so reliant on just the guys who are big enough or that whatever Roman Reigns and then like Goldberg stop fucking calling Goldberg because I'm sorry, but he sucks. He's not good. The he best sucked Goldberg, then and he still sucks. Yeah. The best part of Goldberg was him defeating him squashing Brock Lesnar. That was cool because it was two moves and that was it. That's all we had to see. But and it was believable. Embarrass- yeah. Yeah. Him embarrassing the undertaker and, and you know, it's just like, that was just, no, I'm not okay with it. Stop calling on Goldberg because he's fucking washed up and he's not good. Sorry, yeah. but and that's I mean, just how it is. Dude. All he was was an entrance, really. Entrance, that's all, yeah. spear, jackhammer. That's it. Yeah. Once we saw that again, that was, that last time I was cool with it being done. Being done. Yep. Why you got to make him, you know, squash Kevin Owens and win the title just to put it on Brock? unnecessary yeah. have brock beat kevin yeah. owens i'd rather watch that match oh totally totally that's still i would i would still like to see that one but goldberg was cool in 19 they haven't wrestled have now they? it's not no i don't think owens so. and lesnar that would be good nope. that would be that would actually be a good match i mean it would still be a bunch of suplexes than the usual but whatever but kevin owens could make it look good I feel like I went a little hard on Goldberg. I said he's washed up, but yeah, I think he kind of is. I would say. Well, I mean, fuck, I he's say, older, man. Yeah. He just, I just don't. A- after him embarrassing the Undertaker like that, it's just because it's a, it's a two-way street in that ring, man. You know, you both kind of, 
Now, granted, he was concussed. Other. We got to give him a break. He was concussed when he dropped him. So Goldberg was? Yeah, yeah. When he, oh. he went through and hit his head on the post and got it the hard way, he was concussed. Like, even Taker said, it wasn't his fault. It was nobody's fault. But, I mean, when you're concussed, but it's silly. you need to say something. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're past your prime, you're past your prime, man. And it's yeah. and it's not just past your prime, it's beyond past the prime. It's like yeah. just because the Saudi prince likes the old dudes or whatever, he's just gotta get over that because yeah. no I just I can't watch those shows. They're just not good. And Do they you, don't matter really. This this is a good kind of segue into something that we've all been talking about for fucking almost twenty almost twenty years now. Uh I want to believe this is why Austin never came back for that last match. I just honestly think he didn't think he could do it. Probably. Yeah. And, and and that's the way to do it. Like, I mean, 19 wasn't my favorite rock and Austin match, but it was good enough to say, you know what? I'm good. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was good. But like, but it, saying, obviously you know, 17 is the best. Taker saying that he's good with ending it now. It's like, you say that, but you, like you said, he also said if Vince calls, he'll answer, most likely. So, yeah. that leads me to believe, you know, there's, they always say that, never say never. Blah, 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 blah. Like when Uncle Terry went in the Hall of Fame, and he said, never say never, brothers. And then the, you know, he does the run-in at Mania, and then Shawn Michaels does the tag team match, and then he does the, the Shawn match, and then he comes back the next SummerSlam for the Randy match. It's like, when, at what yeah. point do you finally say, that's it? Like, when you're dead? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And, and then, like, tonight, coming up tonight on Raw, Randy's got a celebration where Ric Flair is going to deem him the greatest wrestler ever. Uh, like, how fucking... I'm, I can't do Rick anymore, man. I'm sorry, but he's I, just... I understand that. I, and I'm not saying, like, he's going to wrestle. I mean, I wouldn't be fucking surprised at this point, but he, he can't. Yeah. He, can't. he fucking can't. But how fucking degrading is that to get fucking Nature Boy Ric Flair at 70, what, 76, probably? 77, something like that? Something like that, yeah. To get him to come out there, and granted, it's in storyline, but to say that fucking Randy Orton is the best wrestler ever, give me a fucking break. 71. That's that's just annoying. That's that's fucking annoying, and it's disrespectful to the, the legacy of Ric Flair, and they always shit on Ric Flair, it seems like. He owes him a bunch of money, doesn't he? Is <laughs> that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does. But it, yeah, know. it's Rick, man. It's Rick Flair, dude. He's not someone that needs to be handing over a title, a, a title like that. That they're the greatest wrestler ever. I, I don't know. I'm. I can go without seeing. Look, there's. A, I don't know. Rick's just a little old to be doing WWE programming, but obviously he still gets around fine. I love Rick Flair, but man, he's just. I want him to just retire and just be home with his wife or whatever, you know, like he's, yeah. And stay, that's, yeah, that's part of that is staying home and just being healthy. So anyways, extreme rules got a new logo too. It's kind of weird. It's like purple and green. That is weird. Oh yeah. It's like the Hardy boys looking kind of thing. All right. Yeah, the, she telling you to go she's, home. She, no, she's leaving. But oh. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm about to go home. Yeah, yeah. It's just she's leaving for good. She's out of here. She don't want to be around me no more. So 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's done with your... Allegedly. She's allegedly, she's done with my bullshit. My sex dungeon. But anyways, I guess <laughs> she that's She had the about dogs it. in I, a I was... suitcase with their heads poked out. Yeah. Uh, I, the only thing I was going to say was I did watch one SmackDown clip, and it was when Daniel Bryan presented AJ the Intercontinental title, and then Matt Riddle came out, and he said he's the... He's the bro that runs the show because AJ is the face that runs the place. So I'd be excited to see Matt. I'm excited to see a Matt Riddle and AJ match. I might actually watch that, but I wish Matt Riddle would put some fucking boots on. I don't, the barefoot thing is just gross to me. I don't know. Cause I'm worried about feet. I don't like feet, yeah. you know? Well, that's like feet, the black so. feet episode. Barefoot that we wrestling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where we talked about it. The black feet. Ugh. God. Anyways, yeah. So there's no matches listed for Extreme Rules yet. Wouldn't watch. Probably wouldn't watch it anyways. But scuzzy you know. summer girls with their white pants and dirty feet in the liquor store, Ugh. and their cheap flip flops, or barefoot. Yeah, or barefoot. Yeah, yeah. Cheap flip flops are better than barefoot because the barefoot's just gross. Oof. How can you walk into a Black. store barefoot? I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I like, don't know. Did, do? did you did you step on like a fresh tar pit? Like, how did this happen? <laughs> ah, dude. Uh, well, obviously, it's like they've been barefoot for a while, and they don't care because it's just fucking dirt and grime built up on there. All right, that's enough. Yeah, we'll take her home. You know where to follow the show: heels and quads on Twitter, heels and quads wrestling podcast on Instagram. Levi Dezen on Twitter, Levi Zinfandel on Instagram, Pro Wrestling Tees, Collar and Elbow, Tommy's Plugs, Man Can Wine, uh, <laughs> Code Heels and Quads, Collar and Elbow Heels and Quads, <laughs> and then there's you. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Pro Wrestling Tees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. Get all of your podcast merch there. Uh, follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Follow Wham Sports. We didn't do a show yesterday, obviously, for Father's Day. Uh, we watched a movie on YouTube. Uh, we watched a movie podcast. Follow that stuff because it's great. I love it. And they're back to doing shows normal because, let's face it, I guess quarantine's over and we don't care how many numbers of cases we're getting. Uh, yesterday, by the way, for the state <laughs> of Arkansas not. was over. Yesterday, for the state of Arkansas was over seven hundred. But you know what? We're gonna smile about it during our fucking press. Oh, but we're in phase two though, so it's cool. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, you know, it's okay. We wanted to keep you home for two and a half fucking months, but now it's okay to go back to work. But hey, so they you kept know, us. They kept us. Consider consider wearing masks in public, though. I mean, great. Job, keep us home Governor. for two months when there wasn't many cases here, and now that there's a shit ton of cases. It's like, oh, phase two, it's cool. Open the dining rooms a little more. Everybody can go do this and do that. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It drives nope. me crazy. Nope. It makes no sense. I'd rather have stayed home in the summer than fucking uh, February and March or whatever, March and April or whatever oh, it was. Shit. I would have rather worked through that first wave than fucking now. Like, I want to be home in the summer. No, it's. It's because Arkansas has to make money in the summer, so they have to have everything open. Well, we're a tourist attraction. We are, yeah. You should come visit Arkansas. See Arkansas. Get away. Get well, away. Not now come because see Arkansas. Not now because everybody's telling them if they come to Arkansas, they have to quarantine for two weeks after they get back. 
Yeah, we're true, a hot yeah. spot now, but we're open. We're open for business as usual. We were uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were Northwest Arkansas was number one in the New York Times of rising cases. But thanks a lot, Levi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no it's shit. All his fucking fault. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I know. We were gonna come see you, and right. this happened. Were you? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I, <thought. laughs> I shouldn't have asked. I should have just rolled with it. I'm like, yeah, he was gonna come I, see me. No, I'm trying I, to keep the streak alive. I feel like maybe, like, if everything's kind of died down, I feel like maybe we could watch all out together. Like maybe since that'll be like two years. Maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. Actually, all out would be cool. Yeah, if we did that. Yeah. Let, we'll, let's see. We'll that's late, of course. It. And they fucking do double or nothing and uh, all out on Labor Day and Memorial Day weekend. So it's like you're busy. That's I got Yeah, come on, man. Labor Day is not that bad though. I could get. All, I can do all out probably. So we'll we talk. Possibly about plan it. on that. Yeah, we we'll probably talk about won't, it. but we'll talk about it. Probably won't, but we'll talk about it. I'd like. It, all right. If well, we ever did get to watch another pay per view together, it would be awesome to be able to do a live stream since we'll be in one place. Oh, totally. Like, during the yeah. show? Because people watch the fuck out of those. And I'm like, fuck, I want to get in on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bought all the Slayer Pop Funkos from uh, Hot Topic. Oh, shit. I didn't I know the they singer. had them. That's cool. I got Jeff, yeah, Jeff Hanneman, and then I got the Carrie King one. They're on each of my speakers and my desk. And I got the Iron Maiden. I got the Iron Maiden Eddie as well, but I gave that to my nephew because he was questioning me about Eddie last week and was super mm-hmm. excited and into it. So I gave him the, I gave him the pop phone because it was like twelve ninety nine at Hot Topic, but on Amazon they're like eight seventy five. So if I want yeah, the Eddie, I'll just it. get him off there. Yeah, for cheaper yeah. and free two day shipping. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amazon Prime, if you yeah, want to sponsor anywho. the show. Yeah, Audible, just Audible. We can do Audible because everybody does that. Well, I'd like Amazon Prime so, because, I mean, it's better than paying $120 yeah, a year. If they give it to That's us for free. True. And my stupid ass keeps forgetting to turn off recurring and just do the $120 versus the $14 a month or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to stop doing that. I got to cut some costs. I'm trying to buy a house. Yeah, I need to cut a lot of stuff, but. That's I need nice. to cut my pubic hair. All right, we're going home. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I got to charge my phone, though. This Zoom drains my battery pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, it's just a constant fucking stream. And then my screen time goes up, and I get nervous about that. Hey, a couple of weeks ago, I had a solid screen time. My average was an hour and a half. Wow. Really good. That's impressive. I was happy about that. In 2020. Yeah. I got to find some shorts, because I'm doing I some stay... right now. I'm in my sleeping shorts, so yeah, I need to take a shower. But I already brushed my well, teeth, yeah, so yeah. this show, my voice, you're hearing, is clean. It's clean. And I gotta, do you mouthwash? Boom boom as well. Uh, so it depends. Sometimes I do. Yeah, I brush really good, and then occasionally I'll mouthwash. Like today, I will because I drink coffee again after I brush my teeth, so I might just mm-hmm. brush them again. Yeah. Because to get all that coffee off your tongue and shit. But yeah, I mouthwash sometimes. We have it. I own some. So, I don't mind hey, Ernie, it so much. Ernie Ball, if you want to sponsor the show, uh, I need yeah. some more guitar strings. So I have a whole stack. Ernie Ball, if you want to sponsor the show, I got the custom 
got the custom gauge, got that 80 gauge for my seven string. So it's nice and fat and I can put it in like drop F. Bow. All right. Let's always take a, home. always <laughs> a fan of Ernie Ball. Ernie Ball, if you want to sponsor the show, email the show, healingquads at gmail.com. Oh, by the way, I'm a uh, fan real of quick. Ernie Ball guitars. Before we before we sign off here, the uh, the Chris and and Angelicos followed us on Instagram, so we we finally found the guy that randomly bought our shirt that we had never heard from. Oh, nice! Shout out yeah. to the guy who won the raffle to get called out, <laughs> and he got it for a second time. Hang on, I'm gonna yeah, see if I can yeah. pull him up real quick. Out of the thousands of people that bought T-shirts, we just remember this guy so well. He apparently doesn't get on Instagram any very often because he added us and then I added him back and it still says requested. So, uh, but it's Mr. Angel 20 on Instagram. Shout out to, uh, I gotta look there. him up. I'm going to stalk him a little bit. You're going to, you're going to start DMing him and be like, so what do you like? What do you like about the show? I, yeah, I, do you want to fuck I my wife? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I sent him an email. Yeah. I sent him an email and I said, "Hey man, uh, why don't you sign up for Patreon too?" So, Chris, if you're listening, sign did up. Did you Patreon. do that? Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I thanked him for buying a oh, shirt. Oh man. Yeah. Hey man, and thanks said, for your shirt. Up. You could spend some more money too if you want. <laughs> well, if you like us, you like us. Fuck. Man, I want. Yeah. I want to do more. Shirt, and I wanna, yeah, I want to do more, and I want to engage with our fans in a very nice business-like fashion. You know, I begin to wonder with the t-shirt situation, obviously, unless you're a big company, that's a different thing. But if you, like, if you're a YouTuber or a podcaster and you have merch, like, I wonder how much merch they actually sell because I don't see a lot of, like, YouTuber merch out in the wild. No. Of course, I'm not in a, like, city city, but I don't, surely those, even the big YouTubers, surely they're not selling a ton of shirts and stuff. Uh, the only ones I really see are, like, Ryan's World, and that's only because that's at Walmart. That kid's freaking huge. Uh, I'm just glad Tommy's kind of yeah. sucking out of him, because uh, I couldn't take Is that the $1,000 hide-and-go-seek challenges? Nah, they do it sometimes. He just really does, like, toys and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, yeah. Right. yeah. Whatever happened to no, Tommy's that's... toy channel? Yeah, he's 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 wanting to do more videos. He should. But, uh, he's, a, he's a good personality, that kid. He is. His videos actually are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But his problem is, is he can't wait to get home to unbox it. He's got to unbox it in the car, but then I get yelled at for not doing the videos. Ah, I see. It's like, what am I supposed oh, to do? She. Anyways, all right, let's go home. All right, I'm going to go wash my arse. Be sure to tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we will see you guys next time on the Healing Quads Wrestling Podcast. Brother. Oh, that was quiet. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.